Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. The White House released a draft regulation on Friday that would implement permitting provisions in the June debt ceiling deal designed to enable faster building of both fossil fuel and clean energy infrastructure projects. It's something we've been expecting for some time now, but the rule actually goes beyond what's specifically required by that law and beyond the deal reached between House Republicans and the White House. Most notably, the Biden administration included climate and environmental justice factors that are sparking fierce pushback from Republicans. So today, I chat with Politico's Josh Siegel on the Republican pushback, how the Biden administration is defending itself, and what this means for permitting negotiations moving forward. It's Monday, July 31st. So the White House Council on Environmental Quality, which oversees implementation of the National Environmental Policy Act, put out regulations around the law that were long in the works. So this was pre the debt ceiling bill that, as of course, listeners remember, contained some changes to NEPA. But what this proposal does is it basically implements the provisions in the debt ceiling bill, along with incorporates other priorities of the administration around permitting, which, of course, this administration is interested in permitting form. It's usually been a Republican issue, but we know that permitting is something that's increasingly affecting clean energy projects and is considered uh, easing this process and reworking it, modernizing it, as administration would say, is kind of a key to unlocking their climate agenda. So they kind of look to do a combination of things, and, and that's where it gets interesting. So we're talking about, you know, imposing a two-year limit on completing substantial environmental impact statements. So these are the more thorough reviews, a one-year limit for more limited environmental assessments, talking about designating lead federal agencies, allowing agencies to share categorical exclusions where you're essentially exempting from a full-on NEPA review through an EIA or EIS for projects that have low environmental impact, using more programmatic environmental reviews, which kind of allow you to expedite broad categories of projects. So these are the pieces of the debt bill, but at the same time, kind of doing add-ons to that that reflect their priorities. So that means directing agencies to consider the impacts of climate change on projects, and also for the first time, making environmental justice a consideration when agencies conduct reviews. And these are things, of course, that aren't in the debt bill. So this is kind of more reflective of their priorities. And the administration will say, you know, we need to bring in the impacts of climate change. Courts have told us to do this. And this will enable agencies to kind of build the type of projects that this administration wants to see built, which are more of the clean energy variety. So given that this is part of a bipartisan compromise, what are Republicans not pleased with here and what came out in this proposed rule? Yeah, so Republicans have come out pretty hard against what came out. So the key person here, right, is Garrett Graves. He's a Republican in Louisiana, longtime permitting reform advocate who's very familiar with NEPA and actually led House Republican negotiations on these debt ceiling provisions that are now being implemented. And he gave me a statement directly to me and, and basically said, you know, look, I appreciate that this administration is implementing the debt ceiling law, but he has, quote, strong concerns about these aspects that I mentioned that really focus on climate change and environmental justice. And he actually argues that these are just kind of adding on more bureaucracy and would actually lead to increasing more litigation 
threats, which is, of course, is, is something that's been a key theme of permitting where both sides say litigation is, is a problem that's making projects not get built. So other Republicans have reflected Graves' views. We have Natural Resources Chair Bruce Westerman said this administration is being dishonest, quote. So Republicans are not happy. They feel like the administration is going much beyond the debt limit bill. Yeah. So how is the Biden administration justifying and defending this rule then? You spoke to a senior administration official on Thursday about that and on the GOP criticisms they expected. Right. So the administration definitely was anticipating these criticisms from Republicans. And I did speak with a senior administration official who basically said, look, what we're doing, it can be multiple things. We are staying true to the debt ceiling law, and we're fully and faithfully implementing that, his words. But at the same time, this is our uh, administration. We have the discretion to bring forward our priorities within NEPA. And we saw the Trump administration in 2020, their version of the NEPA regulations discounted climate change, right? It wasn't something that agencies had to consider. So, of course, as the Biden administration, we have different priorities. So, And they also feel like that Graves is kind of trying to project upon what wasn't in the debt ceiling bill that he might have maybe wanted to get in there, kind of more aggressive provisions that were a part of House Republicans, like initial pitch on permitting that didn't ultimately make it into the deal with the White House. And we still have future permitting negotiations going on, right, and on the Hill. How do you expect this disagreement to potentially influence those negotiations? And what is the Biden administration's timeline for this rule moving forward? Yeah, so the administration, when it previewed this rule for reporters, did emphasize that conversations are still happening around a more comprehensive permitting bill, potentially doing that sometime this year. But it really put the focus on the Senate, where, of course, Senator Manchin had a big hearing last week, right, focused on permitting. He's really spearheading this focus on transmission, along with some other things around NEPA But Representative Graves, of course, is still actively engaged. Of course, any proposal is going to have to have buy-in from House Republicans. So he says he's still talking to, to the White House and playing up his personal involvement. But clearly, this rule is, is going to make things difficult. I mean, he, I spoke with him uh, before this rule came out and when he was anticipating what it might look like. And he was very explicit that it could tarnish how negotiations go if this rule didn't turn out in the way that he wanted. You know, definitely you see how if you're a Republican, you're saying, well, how can we kind of trust the administration will actually implement if we were to do more on permitting in the way that we think it should go. So as far as this rule itself, it still has to be finalized and they're going to be, CEQ is going to be taking more comments on it through the end of September and then they'll go about finalizing it. Also, the energy department is moving ahead with three new energy efficiency rules projected to save Americans a collective $1 billion in utility bills annually, marking the department's latest efficiency actions amid Republican scrutiny. The department announced on Friday it has finalized standards for commercial water heaters and dedicated purpose pool pump motors, along with proposed standards for residential boilers. The Biden administration has emphasized the role of energy efficiency standards as part of its broader emissions reduction goals. But it's faced heat from GOP lawmakers who contend the standards are federal overreach while limiting consumer choice. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. 
And Politico has a new podcast about to hit your feeds. Politico Tech launches this week and is your daily download on the disruption that technology is bringing to politics and policy. Early guests include Senator Todd Young, White House Chips Coordinator Ronnie Chatterjee, and the European Union's ambassador to Silicon Valley. You can find Politico Tech wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kelsey Tamburino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron knows developing and deploying carbon capture and storage is a critical step in helping make progress towards global net zero, which is why we're targeting 25 million tons of CO2 per year in storage and offsets by the end of the decade. That's energy in progress. Visit chevron.com slash carbon capture.